It's not too often we hear this genealogy. And most of the time we probably hear parts of it. And then we hear other parts of it. And then we wonder, are we still hearing parts of this genealogy? And it's important, this genealogy, because it shows the whole line of where Jesus came from. It shows that he comes from a line of kings, a line from people who uh, were not accepted in their society. It wasn't perfect. Just like many of our families are not perfect. There is no such thing as a perfect family. There is such thing as many people saying, oh, look at that family. They're such a perfect family. But that is just uh, fantasy. Much like social media, all of that is fantasy. Not a thing on social media is actually real. Because what you see on there is just highlights, but not reality. But here we see that Matthew decides that the first thing that people should know about Jesus Christ is where he came from. And isn't that true of our lives? Anytime we meet somebody, we slowly open up our history. We usually start by opening up the good parts of our history. And as we progress in relationship, then we usually start to bring in the parts of history within our own families or extended families of things that we most likely wouldn't mention to anybody. And it's really around this time of the year where sometimes those moments occur. Maybe many of you remember a time when you were dating your now spouse and you go and visit extended family. There was most likely that talk in the car beforehand. Like, okay, now the uncle, you're going to want to just watch out. Uh, (laughs) Steer clear of this person. This person's good to talk to. You two would probably get along. There's usually like a whole game plan going into it. This is the same way with Jesus. Now, we don't really hear much about it in the Scriptures because the writer has deemed that not important for our salvation. And that is true. But yet they deemed this multiple-page genealogy as worthy of our hearing. And we should really take some time to think about our own history, our own family, where we come from, what is good, but also what may not be good or what is not good. Because Jesus knows and He can relate as He even has David in His family line who was a murderer and a fornicator 
But what Jesus gives us is hope and joy and love and everything we've been preparing for these last few weeks. And he gives it to us in his adult ministry. But what does his adult ministry show? What does the ordinary time of the liturgical calendar show us but give us little glimpses of what his childhood must have been like, of what his family must have been like? Pope Francis says, the authors deemed it not necessary to give us his childhood, but what they did give us is the ability to meditate and use our imagination on what it must have been like based on how he lives in his adult life. Right? How many of us have met people who are just wonderful people? And we meet their families and their families are wonderful people and sometimes you're like, oh, okay, this makes sense. How much more of a wonder it is to meet a wonderful person, but then to realize they didn't come from the best upbringing. What testimony does that give to the gospel? It gives such a great testimony. But how many of us have encountered people where we wonder, how are they even allowed to interact with others? Or we wonder, how is this person not in jail based on some of the decisions the person might have made? But then how much understanding and mercy would we see if we were to see that person's background and upbringing? Maybe it includes an absent father or absent mother. Maybe neither parent is there. Many things that can occur. And so while our family histories are complex, while they may have things in them that we don't want to remember or talk about, Or even if there are moments that are joyous and wonderful and we talk about them all the time, or maybe even not enough. We can sit here with Jesus, look at His family history, look at those stories in the Old Testament, and really get to know who He is. Because He is the one that shows us who we are. Regardless of family history. Regardless of our past. He shows us who we are. There's a scene in one of the Chosen episodes. I don't know which one it is, so sorry. It's probably in the second season, maybe. But I just happened to see this clip of it. I thought it was beautiful. 
It's when he's talking to one of the disciples who is uh, disabled or has a little bit of a limp or something. He's, and he approaches Jesus and he says, you talk about all this healing for others. And he said, what about healing me? Why don't I get that healing? And he gave a very good answer. He said, I could, I could heal you, and that would be a good story. He says, but how much greater would it be for you to heal others? And you are not healed, but you still have faith. Jesus comes to us at Christmas to show us who we truly are in our humanity, to show us how to treat one another, to show us how to treat ourselves, which we unfold throughout the liturgical year. But He also comes to let us know that we are not our history. We are not our fathers or our mothers or our uncles or aunts. We are our own person. Now, yes, we are influenced by those relationships But ultimately, we are called that in light of no matter what our history is, no matter what trauma may be in our past, that the Lord has the ability to bring glory out of it, to bring wonder and hope, to bring about an abundance of faith within our own hearts within our own minds. And if you find yourself sitting here maybe by yourself or maybe with one other while the rest of your family is at home wondering why you have to go to Mass more than once, just know that it's an opportunity to bring the Gospel into that space. Because who knows us better than our own family members? Who knows our past better than our own family members? And who better to attest to the reality of the Gospel than for them to see the change within you, to see the love of Jesus within you, to see the hope of Christmas within you, within all of us. And so this Christmas, let us just spend some time with family, with friends, no matter what they believe, they believe or not believe, whatever it is, and just enjoy them for who they are. And just let 
your love for them, love for each other, the love of your spouse. Let that speak of Jesus. Because ultimately, that will be the greatest gift to any family member is for them to sit back and look at you and just ask that simple question. What do you have? Whatever it is you have, I want that. How, how do you do it? What do you have? And there's the whole avenue of conversation opened right there. Not to tell them, oh, you got to go to Mass more than once. Or, hey, you should be doing this, you should be doing that. Just to let you know, should is a shame word. It conveys shame. So it's something you don't want to use with family. Because that will close the minds and hearts. But we are meant to open not close. Just like Matthew opened the Gospel with his whole history. And so let us open our hearts to our history and spend some time bringing the Lord into that history. The good and the bad. And allow the gift of Christmas, a child of Jesus, an infant, totally innocent, but totally beautiful. Allow the infant Jesus to reign in your heart this Christmas. Because then that beautiful infancy will radiate to your family members, to friends. And who doesn't love a baby? Everyone loves a baby. They don't have to do anything. They just be. But yet all of a sudden, and just them being them, they just bring so much hope and joy and wonder. That's what the Lord has in store for all of us. But let us not forget that. No matter what gifts we receive in the next 24 hours, Jesus becoming a human person, God in the flesh, is the greatest gift we will ever receive. And we wait to receive it in its fullness. We await. So let us rejoice and bring what we receive here tonight to our families, to our extended families joy and hope, not judgment, not 
looking at another, wondering why they haven't got their life together yet. Right, every family member probably has one of those. It's kind of floating through life. No. But just love and mercy. Because that's what Jesus has for us. So let us rejoice in him.